Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is getting a mortgage. Don't be fooled by myths and misconceptions. And if you have a question or comment, you can text me 901-482-0354, or you can call me and talk with me after the show directly at 901-482-0354. All right, so I got a question for you guys. Can you remember how you felt when you missed out on a great deal or when you were lured into a bad one because you believed something to be true that wasn't? Can you remember that time, how you felt? Can you? I can too. Well, in this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're going to be dispelling some myths and sharing with you the inside scoop to help you get a mortgage with terms that fit your lifestyle and your comfort level. And sitting around the table with us, we have Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company. He's a real estate appraiser with over 40 years experience in the business. Tom, you've seen your share of myths in the world of real estate that have caused financial harm to people. I know you're going to be able to give us the uh, inside scoop from the real estate appraisal side. But before we get into that, though, tell our listeners a little bit about you and Maybe even something our regular listeners don't know about you. All right. Well, we'll see what I can do on that. <laughs> um, my name is Tom King. I'm a second-generation appraiser. The company's named after my uh, father, Bill King, who uh, taught me the business. And I have I do appraisals in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County in uh, Tennessee. And uh, something that not too many people know about me, on, on Wednesday night, you can find me at Bellevue Baptist Church making sandwiches for my kids in the in, on Wednesday night supper, so uh, if you want to say hi, come by, and I'll make you a sandwich on Wednesday night at Bellevue from four thirty to six. Oh, so, that sounds like fun! Yeah, it is. I love my kids. You know what? You're a good guy, Tom. That's You're a really right. Good well, guy. well, Joe, you've been uh, in the mortgage business a long time. I bet you can shine some light on some uh, myths in the mortgage business. Oh, you know you? I can. And time flies, Tom, when you're having fun. I've actually been in the mortgage business for over 25 years. And, <clears throat> you know, it amazes me how many people who come to me have missed out owning their own home because they think they have to have 20% down payment before they can buy a house. Well, you know, it's amazing that people still are out there that think that. There's also other people who think that because they lost a home to foreclosure less than five years ago, they can't buy another house. Well, then I have to remember, I think, well, you know, there's so many things in the news. Why why do they still believe this? But when I go to see my doctor when I'm sick, you know, the doctor knows a whole lot about about medicine that I don't know. She knows medicine and I know mortgage. So that's kind of the same with my clients. Uh, some of them may know a lot about how to get the best. I mean, some of them may not know a whole lot about how to get the best terms on their mortgage, but they know their business, whatever business or industry that they work in. That's right, Joe. And I was talking to someone Wednesday night at uh, the church and he said, well, I'm thinking about buying the house I'm renting, and uh, uh, I've got. I, I need to get a mortgage loan officer. But you're talking about a closing attorney. Do I need a closing attorney too? <laughs> and I said, Well, yes, you need all that. So the stuff that we think is automatic, um, no, the average person may not know. I mean, he's he's good at his job and uh, just doesn't know that much about it. So right. that's why we're here. That's why we're here. <clears throat> Some people, uh, whenever whenever we need something other than real estate, Tom, we're going to love the fact that they know everything there is to know about their business. That's right. 
forecasts from The Economist at National Association of Realtors and other agencies are pointing toward the Fed rate going up a half a point to a full point in 2018, which will take the payment on most home equity lines of credit and other variable rate loans up, up, and away. Based on the forecast, it is looking like a good idea. You may want to check into refinancing your first mortgage and including some of these big variable rate debts into one low fixed rate loan. I'd love to talk to you about that. Check with your certified financial professionals, but I'm happy to look at the mortgage options with you. Better do it sooner in the year rather than later, though, because the forecasts are for the 30-year fixed rates on mortgages to go up half to a full point in 2018, too. That's right, Joe. And, and, you know, it it all gets down to where the rates have gone up and everything is pointing to the fact that they're going to continue to go up. I think you're right, Tom. I I think and even Janet Yellen with the Fed is uh, insinuating they're going to go up multiple times on that uh, Federal Reserve rate, which is going to affect people with home equity lines. Uh, But today we're going to be debunking some mortgage myths that either cause people to miss great opportunities or lure them into bad ones. A couple of weeks ago, Andy Wise, a well-known and respected investigative reporter with one of our Memphis television stations, he was speaking at at a talk shop meeting, and he shared a story about a local 93-year-old lady who was a victim of the newest selfie scam. She had Facebook on her iPhone, you know, so she could keep up with her family members, but somehow she had gotten lured over on Facebook to click on a link that was promising something to her. They were going to give her something or something like that, and she believed that... It sounded too good to be true. (laughs) Yeah, she believed that 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 link was for real so she clicked on it but instead of getting something positive she gave a hacker control of her iphone's camera and microphone so the hackers actually took a picture of her when she was not aware of it from her own phone she was in bed actually and they set it up to look like she had been engaged in some criminal uh, acts on illegal websites and then they were they, of course they wanted money from her to uh, not turn her in, if you will. Of course, she's innocent. She went to Andy and the FBI, and she did get help from uh, from them. No, that's just amazing. It is amazing. I mean, it's kind of scary. Somebody take a picture if of you on your own. it sounds too good to be true, it probably <laughs> is. But, you know, just like, um, just like, well, just like if you believe a myth like that that causes you harm, there are myths in our real estate industry that have caused people to lose out on a good deal or cost them a lot of money. We're going to tell a few stories about that, too. And we are. And when it comes to the Internet, of course, like Tom said, all that glitters is not gold, and all that's posted on the Internet, of course, is not true. No, you didn't win the lottery, and uh, no, uh, don't give the guy from Nigeria your bank account because he's not going to put money in your account. He's going to take it out. There are some myths though, um, in the mortgage business that we are going to be talking about. Uh, There's some great myth busters, and uh, also in our real estate field, we're going to be busting up some some myths today. In the mortgage business, I still have some callers, for instance, who call me and say, well, you know, Joe, I would have bought a house 10 years ago, but I can't save the 20% down payment. And when I ask them, I'll say, well, why, uh, why? why do you feel like you have to have a 20% down payment? And they'll say, well, Joe, I, I thought 20% was the minimum down payment. You mean I really don't have to have 20% down? No, you don't. Many of our clients get in for 3.5% to zero down. Others choose to put more money down if they want to. 
But there are plenty of down payment assistance programs available to people who fall within the program guidelines. And before you say, before you say, well, I, I'm sure I won't qualify you know what, let's look at your numbers. You may be surprised. There are still 100% loans out there, like the Veteran Administration Loan, the Rural Housing Loan Program. So let's talk. But you have to talk to me personally to work with me personally, and I want to work with you personally. So you got to connect with me. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me directly. 901-482-0354. You can find me at Evolve Bank and Trust. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If a deal works for you today, do, do it, it today. today. And and Joey, it gets back to what I've been talking about, some myths. Um, years ago, I talked to a, a customer that had me appraise a house, and this before you could, before the new laws came in, and he was totally convinced that he had a, his interest rate was locked down over a three-year period, believe it or not. And, this is uh, before he closed. Before he closed. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, "My my interest. I'm I'm getting ready to close on this house, and uh, my my interest rates locked down. It has been for the past three years, and that was somebody that just wasn't being truthful with them. And uh, <laughs> it's tough. Um, another lady I talked to refinanced a house from forty thousand to ninety thousand. Now that would get should give her about fifty thousand dollars, but somehow the mortgage person." Uh, called equity skimming. Uh-huh. Uh, predatory the, lending. Yes, predatory lending. She ended up with about $2,500. And what that meant is that her note went up about $300 a month for the next 20 years because she got that $2,500. Oh, predatory lending was so It, it was so awful. So uh, be careful. Deal with people you trust and uh, maybe get a second opinion, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We've got in the seat Tom King of Bill King Company, our expert appraiser. And, Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Jana Cardona, Executive Director of Business Network International in West Tennessee and North Mississippi, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Don't be fooled by myths and misconceptions. Getting a mortgage, and that's what we're talking about today. And I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. And you can connect with me at jogarner.com. I would love for you to connect with me in person so you can call me directly after the show at 901-482-0354. And we've got... uh, Tom King of Bill King Company, our expert appraiser, uh, funny guy, swashbuckling adventurer, <laughs> skydiver, um, server of sandwiches at Bellevue. <laughs> the list goes on. How do we contact That's you, right. Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. 
Well, we're getting ready to play a game. I know you guys love to play. It's called the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, and our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Jimmy offers free historic walking tours downtown in the spring and fall. For more information about Jimmy, go to jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project or a smaller project, or you can do the big one in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. So if you know the answer to our trivia question, Call us today at 901-535-9732. All right, Tom. So what is our uh, Look Back Memphis trivia question? All right. The question is, my 250th birthday, that was before you were born, (laughs) was just celebrated at this site in downtown Memphis. Who am I? And I'll give you a hint. I commemorate a very famous Memphis political, military, and developmental figure. And this type commemoration is the oldest of its kind in America and is on display in a public building in downtown Memphis, Tennessee. What else? All right. I'm on the United States currency. Okay, his picture, he's got his portrait on one of the bills, huh? That's right. That's right. And there's a street named after him. All right. So if you know the answer to our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, uh, give us a call at... 901-535-9732. All right. Now, for you guys who are big history buffs, if you uh, want to, you can go to jogarner.com, hit our blog post. You can find all kinds of trivia in inside the blog post, a whole lot more details that Jimmy offers that we don't have time you know to offer on the air so we want to invite you to do that and we want to invite you to call hope but wishing you the best on being our winner today but um, going back to our topic about uh, dispelling some myths about getting a mortgage Tom uh, I know you've got some and one of them is because I have people call me and they'll say Joe uh, I want to get Tom King to do our appraisal when we do our mortgage and I have to remind them that the laws have changed. We, That's right. We can't, mortgage officers cannot choose who the appraisers are anymore to prevent collusion and all that kind of stuff. And that's true. And also, uh, we get a myth saying, well, I want you to appraise my house and then I can use it for the mortgage later. That doesn't work either. Right, right, right. So you can get a mortgage if you want. If you can, I mean, get an appraisal uh, before you get a mortgage, but the mortgage company cannot use that appraisal. That's correct. And That's some correct. people will do that because they, they have no idea what their house is uh, worth on the market. And even if I've done that appraisal, say, for the owner, and I get the appraisal for the mortgage, I've got to disclose that I've done it already for the owner, and most likely they will not use me again. I mean, they will not use me for that uh, assignment. So they'll reassign the appraisal to somebody else. So uh, right. that's they don't want any collusion at all uh, right. in there or anything like that. So right, right. That's one of the things that uh, has changed over the years, and I think it's for the better. Uh-huh. Well, you know, another one that uh, I hear a lot, even from some realtors, is they'll say, I'll say, what do you think the house is worth? And they'll say, well, uh, the houses over here are selling for $108 per square foot. And I know, Tom, that from many conversations with you and from having been in the uh, mortgage business for over 25 years, 
some people like to lean on that one. square footage that's dollar a, per that's square a, footage, but you don't you don't you you don't no, appraise that way, do you? No, not at all. And uh, you know, it's strange that the relocation <laughs> appraisal form doesn't even have that on the form because they don't even want the uh, resemblance of trying to get into a price per square foot and. People would ask me, well, what are prices going for per square foot? And I said, well, anywhere from 5 to $175 a square foot, depending <laughs> on location and condition. So, well, that's not a very good answer. Well, it wasn't a very good question. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, it, and I've even at the tax assessor, they live and breathe by it. So, uh, uh you know, you gotta you gotta talk their language when you go to the tax assessor's office, and they'll say, "Well, these houses are going for about one hundred and eight dollars a square foot." Oh, we give you, you know. I said, "Well, all right, that's fine." But my house has expandable area and a pool and, a, and an extra two car garage and a bunch of stuff that's not in that square footage that uh-huh. might boost it up more. And in those cases, you might come out ahead. You when know? you're doing a tax appeal, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, that's right. So on a tax appeal, square uh, dollar per square foot may be good if you have some spaces that aren't considered heated space or that's, something like that's that. That's right. That's right. But on an, uh, trying to figure out what to sell your house for or uh, what you're going to get on a appraisal if you're trying to refinance a mortgage, it's, it's really done it's on what houses that, are selling for that's like that house in that neighborhood over the last six months to a year, right? That's that's right. And, and you get into the point where you say, well, this 1,200-square-foot house is selling for $130 a square foot, so my 2,300-square-foot house should go for $130 a square foot. And I can't compare an 800-square-foot house or a 1,200-square-foot house <laughs> to a 2,300-square-foot house and use a dollar per square foot. Otherwise, the form would be one line long. You know, know, that's true. That's very true. But I I, I tell people, and I'm not an appraiser, but I tell people, first of all, you can't really depend totally on the value that's given on some of these Internet sites because that's kind of like a big data dump. And they are looking a whole lot at at dollar per square foot. And, hey, if you're in a cookie cutter neighborhood, it may be uh, may be pretty close. But if you're in areas where your house is not typical, not a cookie cutter type a plan in a cookie cutter say, neighborhood. When we say cookie cutter, it means that all the houses are pretty much the same size, right. the same amenities, and Good. things like that. And uh, yeah, that's one of the things. And uh, the other thing about mm-hmm. these automated websites is Memphis is the, I guess, property flipping capital of the country now. We've got the highest uh, resale rate, almost twelve percent of all homes in Memphis, ten, in the Shelby County area, sell again within a year. Wow. Sometimes the same day. Wow. And uh, not all those sales are, uh, we'll, we'll just say, valid or something. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Um, so, it, you know, if a house wakes up in the morning worth twenty thousand and goes to bed that night worth forty thousand, it doesn't mean that property values have doubled during the course of that day. It means that probably that's a bad sale. It may not be a comp that a comparable sale that you can use in determining what the value is on somebody else's house on that street. But that website might pick it up, so that's why it's a, a little leery. It's a myth that all those values are accurate. Right, right. Well, uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the internet uh, valuation well, process. I, well, we we got into that pretty good, but. Uh, uh, at the very best, that's just a – you could call it a run and average of every sale. No one really analyzes the sale, and appraisers analyze the sales. We don't just say, oh, here's a sales price and a sales date. I'll I'll get that. No, we, we know what's going on in the market pretty much, and, and uh, we analyze the sales. We look at MLS. I look at inside pictures. MLS means multiple, multiple listing service. Multiple listing service, and I subscribe to that. 
And a lot of times I can look at the, the, the pictures and uh, things like that to see exactly what these houses have. And uh, that's a, that's, that helps us out a lot. And most of our lenders require uh, a house to be in the MLS system. So if it's a for sale by owner or if it's especially you builders out there, you'd better put your houses in MLS because they say, well, it's already sold. Well, put it in there anyway. Make uh-huh. that make that a an MLS listing entry and and mark it sold and put some features in there and and we can use that as a sale. Otherwise, most of our customers say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we can't use it." So we said, "Don't tell me you did that. You appraised it. Why can't you do it?" I said, "I know I appraised it, but they want an MLS number and days on market." Yep, and you know, I had a I had a realtor I sat down with uh, this week. We were having coffee and sharing stories, <laughs> which is one of my favorite pastimes. But she had a deal where the borrower, her her buyer, had to offer more for the house than what it's listed for because it's so much competition right That's now. That's right. Short amount of inventory, large amount of demand. And uh, she wasn't sure if it was going to appraise for the higher amount than the listing because she had listed it at what she considered market. However, the week before, she had shown a house down the street that was under contract, and she knew they were planning <laughs> on closing pretty quickly. And it was closing at a higher amount. So she called the realtor that had the listing down the street. And she goes, hey, have you guys closed yet? And the realtor says, well, as a matter of fact, we have. We, we just closed yesterday. And she said, well, have you had a chance to put the sale and that higher price that you sold it for in that the multiple listing, the Memphis Area Association of Realtor site? And the lady said, no. She said, but I tell you what. She said, when I get off the phone, I'll go do it. And that way, the appraiser was able to pick up that higher price sale right down the street and help that value on the one that uh, the buyer was trying to get for over the list price. So everything worked well for everybody. The buyer was able to get their deal and everybody was happy. But I mean, it really matters what goes into those those data banks. That's right. That's right. So you want to get that information as up to date as possible. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, and we're talking about getting a mortgage. And we are don't be fooled by mis and com, com, misconceptions. We've got Tom King in the studio. We want you on in the studio with us. So give us a call while we're live today at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Good morning, Memphis. I'm Billy Nickel, promotional consultant with Geiger. We increase brand awareness through promotional products. I listen to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now, back to our host, Joe Garner. Whoa, there's something on my mind. Won't somebody please, please tell me what's wrong? Ooh, 
<laughs> Love me some of that Tina Turner. Oh, man. that's good stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, I could just let her just play on, play on, girl, sing it on. We're on uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis office. Uh, we've got in the studio with us Tom King, a Bill King appraisal company. That's right. It's good to be here. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're talking about getting a mortgage. Don't be fooled by myths and misconceptions. And we've got Zach on the line. Zach, pull up a chair. What can we do for you today? Yes, good morning, uh, Joe and Tom. Uh, I have a question. Uh, about three years ago, uh, we bought a house. Uh, my wife and I, you know, we had a couple of kids, so we needed some more space. And our old house was just a smaller house. Uh, so we uh, did not want to sell it back then because the house values had gone down so much. And we would have lost money selling it. So we decided to keep it and just rent it. And uh, but right now, you know, I'm at the point where like I have to do something with the house. Uh, basically, I just want to kind of break even on it. But the house values have gone back up, and uh, the house is right now is worth like uh, ten thousand dollars more than what I owe on it. And uh, I just wanted to maybe get some advice. You know, should I keep the house? values are going up, uh, but at the same time, you know, the interest rate is going up too, so, uh, uh, or should I refinance it and keep it, or should I sell it? That's a great question, Zach, and I wanted to ask you, is that a rental property now? Yes, ma'am. It is a rental. Okay, the maximum... The maximum loan-to-value refinancing on a rate-term refinance, just refinancing what you owe, rolling in some closing costs, is 75% of your um, appraised value, whatever that house is going to appraise for. So if you have, if you really want to jump out of that adjustable rate and get get yourself into a fixed rate and you're coming up short, you may be able to borrow against a 401k. We may be able to get you an equity line on another property that you own or something that would give you that extra money to, to hop out of that adjustable rate and get into a fixed rate loan, Zach. Okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't thought about the 401k, but uh, uh, I did ask someone about the uh, line of credit, and uh, they said that would increase my debt to income ratio and would actually hurt me. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 possible. A lot of my clients will borrow against their 401k, not pull any money out if they can get a really good deal on their long-term mortgage cuz you're going to enjoy a fixed rate, low interest rate for a long many years. You can always pay back your 401k or pay back some other asset that you've borrowed against. But uh, that was a great question, and I would love to talk with you uh, off the show, so please leave your phone number, Zach, with our with our producer. Yes, I did, and uh, I hope you all have a great day, and thanks for your time. Thank you, Zach. We appreciate thanks you. Thanks for calling. We've got Larry on the line, and uh, Larry Ellis, how can we help you today? I was uh, just traveling down I-40 and stumbled across your radio program, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I have a, I can identify with a lot of things you're talking about because I've been a state-certified general appraiser since 1992, and I've worked 40 years in the appraisal business with most of it dedicated to the uh, assessor's office. 
Wow. Well, that's Tom, right. well, that's your, that, I've had my private fee appraisal business as well. That's good, Larry. That's that's fantastic. But uh, you you know that every sale out there it, it may not be qualified to uh, uh, <laughs> represent market value, don't you? That's absolutely sure, Tom. Uh, I've seen uh, so many situations. One thing while ago kind of raised the flag up, and I felt like a, you know, I kind of have to be a part of this conversation. Is talking about uh, we work as appraisers, you know, we try to help, not only help, but protect as well the investors. And yes. we're very um, concerned about being in the market. And the one situation brought up, I'll go about a, another house that sold that was more expensive, higher price and all. You know, the, the buyer of the property would do well to uh, give much attention and consideration to what the appraiser has come up with to begin with. Mm-hmm. I know people are wanting to, to buy a house. I just bought a house in Harlington back last June, went through this, uh, and, and and they want really to get that property, and they want that value to be up there. Of course, we're in kind of a rising market, best I can tell, and after a, a big decline in the market, but when you bring in these top-of-the-line sales, it may not always be to your interest. You know, we got that situation where the bubble bust, and those people who come in on the end like that, they're the ones that hurt a lot. That's right. That's right, Larry. And, you know, the bad thing is, is no one knew when the bubble, where the bubble was in 2006, 2007. We thought it was all going to be great. And uh, unfortunately, we think it's all going to be great now. And uh, <laughs> history does have a tendency to repeat itself. I'll, you know, that's why we put one day on there as the effective date of the appraisal because uh, the next day is is a, maybe a different ball game. We could have a. Uh, it reminds me of what I talked to when I when I talked to an, a man one time about the market. I said, "You know, sir, we can have another nine eleven and all bets are off." And he says, "Oh, don't remind me of that day." I'm, so I worked for Secret Service. I was in the White House on that day, and I said, "Well, I bet you've got a story to tell." So uh, anything can change at any time. It could get a whole lot better, and it could get a whole lot worse. Uh, you know, Tom, I, I know you, to get to where you are as an appraiser, you've had to go through a lot of training, and and it's really a profession and, and an expertise that you have. You know how to look at the market to analyze those sales and uh, come up with a good, solid value of what the properties are selling for at that moment in time. Your, your effective date is a good point that you, that you make there. That's right. That's right. And it reminds me of one I'm working on right now. The value went from 20 to 40 to 82,000 in a year and you know, values just haven't done that well in the in that way. But Larry, we're short on time, but uh, I appreciate you giving me a call or giving us a call and uh, enlighten our listeners. Thank you so much. You know, talk a little bit about this square foot thing. It's not an all bad adjustment, okay? It's, yes, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Larry. We appreciate you calling and uh, <coughs> want to cover some myths, Tom, about uh, getting a mortgage. All right, There's a lot of people that uh, tell they, us uh, tell us about the credit karma myth. Oh Uh-oh. yeah, well, you know the credit score. They'll call me and they'll say, well, you know, Joe, the credit score I pulled from uh, Credit Karma uh, is it's just over the limit. And so, um, so anyway, so they'll say it's just over, just just where I need it to be. Well, not necessarily because your mortgage algorithms are different than Credit Karma. Your mortgage algorithms on pulling credit scores are usually lower. So if your Credit Karma is right at the limit you need to get the product you want, you're probably going to need to get a little higher. It needs to show a little bit higher. 
Yeah. Um, also, another cre- another mortgage myth is real estate investors buying rental property are only allowed to, they think they're only allowed to own up to 10 properties, but that is not true. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will give them the low fixed rate interest rate and the low payment on their mortgage if they own less than 10 financed properties. So they could own 40 properties. Oh, wow. They could own 40 properties, but if they only have less than 10 financed properties, they can get a good low interest rate, low payment loan. And uh, those are those are what real estate age, uh, real estate investors like. That's right. What about the myth of saying that uh, the interest rates only change once a day? <laughs> they don't change once a day. Yeah. Sometimes they don't change at all, but sometimes they have been known to change like two or three times a day, depending on what news. happens with the bond market and and the news and all that stuff. It's a it's a quick variable. Here's another big one. <clears throat> sometimes I have people who will say, "Well, I'm going to sell." I'm going to sell. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sell my house. I'm going to rent my house out. I'm going to rent my house out. I'm going to use the rental income on the house that I am leaving, and I'm going to buy this other house over here. Well, Tom, they'll go ahead and make the deal. They'll sign up a lease and everything, and then they'll go and come into my office and say, I want to qualify for this new home. Well, because of what happened back in the housing uh, bubble, a lot of people would do what's called buy and bail. They would get a um, they would get a lease on the property that they're gonna leave, and then they would uh, expect that they were gonna be able to not have to count their house payment against them because they are get using the, getting the lease income. But that's not how Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac work it. What they do is they'll say we're not gonna count that lease income. They ha- if they're gonna keep the property they're moving out of to buy a new property, they're going to need to qualify for both notes because of that buy and bail habit that happened back in the bubble. All because of the fraud. All because of the fraud. Here's another one. If I get a, somebody will call, call me and say, if I get a gift from someone to use my down payment and um, home closing funds, I'm going to get somebody to pay for my down payment, my closing costs and all that. It's a gift. The person giving me the money doesn't have to show a paper trail on the source of their funds. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's a government guideline. Uh, here's another one. Once the mortgage company has checked my credit, my income, and my money to close, and they've checked all that, they've checked my income, they've seen my pay stubs, my tax returns, they've checked my credit, they've seen my bank statements, they're not going to check it anymore. And then they'll go out and make changes in the way they're paid. They'll or, go buy that furniture. That's, yeah, don't do that, because right before you close, they're going to check your credit again, they're going to check your uh, your employment, the way you're paid, they're going to check your your banks, your bank balances and all of that. So keep all those things steady and in place because they will check it again. But we're getting ready to go to break. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and we uh, want you around the table with us. So give us a call while we're live today, April 1st, 2017 at 901-535-9732. Thank you much. We'll see you back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner.
and you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. And you can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust. You can call me at 901-482-0354 after the show, and we can talk. We've got Tom King in the studio, who is with Bill King Appraisal Company. Tom, where can we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And if you want to drag up a chair and join us around the uh, studio table today while we're live, April 1st, 2017, you can call us at 901-535-973. Three, two. All right. The real, real estate, estate tip, tip of, of the week. week. All, right. all right. Tom, you've got one? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I get this all the time, too, talking about value. I said, well, my tax appraisal says such and such, so that's the true value of my house. Well, you know what? I got my uh, reappraisal in the other day, and, and they absolutely nailed the value. I said, it's going to come in between this range and this range, and they hit right in the middle of it. And they did a great job on my house. And uh, I, I commend them for that. In many cases, they do do a good job. And many people are upset because, well, the value went up 10, 10% or 15%. Well, you know what? The market's going up about yeah. that much, too. <laughs> yeah. But the tax appraisal may not always tell the true value of your house, mainly because those values, uh, right now they're current, but they could be as much as four years old. And the, the earth can go flat in four years. <laughs> Everything can change over that four-year period. So the tax appraisal is a is an indication, but not the definite value of the house. And, and those people do a great job over there. I'm not trying to uh, say anything bad about them, but uh, it is sort of a running average. And the over-improvements tend to be appraised for less. Under-improvements tend to be appraised for more. Well, you know, I've got a tip, too, to add to our real estate tip of the week uh, for real estate investors. If you're a real estate investor and you want to accumulate as many rental properties with that low 30-year fixed rate mortgage, uh, you want to accumulate as many of those as you can because they're fixed and rents are going up. And if your payment's staying low, that's a great way to build wealth. Uh, Fannie Mae is going to offer you um, a chance to... um, Uh, get some positive cash flow as long as you own less than 10 financed properties. And if you have a spouse or a business partner, you may be able to get up to 20 Fannie Mae loans if you buy in only your name with the loan only in your name and then have your spouse buy the other 10 properties only in their name with the loan only in their name. You can get up to 20 fixed rate financed properties that way and really you can build some wealth some pretty serious wealth that way we've got anthony on the phone anthony how can we help you today yes ma'am um i have a question um i have a company that wants me to uh they want to pay me out of my retirement 401k yes and um i had made a loan from a 401k to purchase um some, uh, some property, uh-huh. and I want to know if I uh, took that money from that poor one that they want to pay me off, can I pay it back on that other loan? Would it be acceptable to do that? You know, uh, that is going to be up to your administrator as to the terms of the payback on your 401k. I can tell you as a loan officer, and I'm not a financial advisor, but as a loan officer, a lot of my clients will borrow against their 401k because it's cheap money to pay off, pay down, or uh, move debt around so that they're getting out of the higher interest rate uh, 
uh, debt and getting it paid down to where they're not paying that high interest rate. So that's something, that's a great idea, Anthony. Uh, appreciate you calling. Anything else? Did that answer your question? Um, kind of, but I guess if you can, when you get more time, you can give me a call off the air. Yes, please leave your phone number, Anthony. Got a few announcements real quick. TalkShop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. TalkShop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. at Pino's Pallet, 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova, Tennessee. This Wednesday, January 17, 2018, TalkShop presents Jeff Armour of Jeff Armour Home Inspections, What You Need to Know About Home Inspections. Talk shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Kevin Yee of Save Energy Solutions. Kevin uses the latest technology to seal the ducts in your home to keep the good air in and the bad air out. And if you struggle with allergies or you struggle with a high utility bill, give Kevin a call or just go to sesinfo.biz. Thank you also to Mary Lou Novak, owner of Mid-South Home Helpers. Mary Lou knows what to do when it comes to non-medical assistance for your aging loved ones so that they can remain safely and comfortably in their own home. Call Mary Lou, 901-414-9696. Talk shop events are free thanks to our advertisers like Leanne Morris of Cartridge World of Collierville, 901-853-3230. This podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop, you can go to jogarner.com. If you want to know the answer to the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, go to jogarner.com, click on this podcast Monday, and you'll get the answer and a whole lot more. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do do it today. today. That's right. Um, There you go. Got a couple of quotes uh, from the quote corner. Here's one. Money can't buy happiness. But you know what? Neither can poverty. (laughs) Here's another one. I know the voices aren't real, but they sure have some great ideas. (laughs) That's great. Well, Joe, it's been a pleasure. It has. You've been listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We've loved hanging out with you this Saturday. We invite you to to connect with us at jogarner.com. Listen to our blog post and give us a call, email. We'll see you guys back next Saturday.